this was this was this this this, this review happened through, organically through our other episode through the is it the scrolls? Was this called maybe? Yeah, probably. I believe so. Episode I think eighty into this or into the scrolls episode where we go over the uh, Disney Plus series, the classic now infamous. I'm pretty sure it started with. I'm pretty sure it was. It was either that one or one of the other arc analysis. But no, it it seems to be in something that we were avoiding talking about, and that sounds like Secret Invasion because we're the second we could stop talking about that and talk about anything we actually enjoyed, we were we did. So from the top, if you have listened to that episode, I need to apologize for getting the vacuum cleaner's name wrong. In that episode, (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, his name's Murdoch." Murdoch. It's not. It's Kirby. But I want to. I want to trace you back to history for it first. Understand how I got with that name. <laughs> As a kid growing up, around the time I was watching this movie a lot, my aunt had two cats. Two cats, and their names were Kirby and Murdoch. Huh. So whenever I hear Kirby, it's like the first word that comes to mind is Murdoch. Whenever I hear Murdoch, the first word. So that's why I was just like, oh yeah, when we were talking about this movie, like oh yeah, there's a toaster, and there's the vacuum. Yeah, his name's Murdoch. It was just like a 50-50 chance in my brain. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh man, I was wrong. Which is stupid because there's no Murdoch vacuum cleaner brand, but there is a Kirby Burke, right? So, anyways, I just need to get that off my chest. Did you think I was coming here with a, a gotcha moment of like, I gotcha? His name is Kirby. No, but, no, but it's on wax. So I need to, like, just, I want to clarify that just in case it ever comes. Listen, back. if we have to start uh, self checking all the mistakes we've made, we've been, we'd be here for too long. <laughs> all the mispronunciations. Mis- mispronunciations. Like, I just mispronounced mispronunciations. That's cute and endearing. So we hope that our the five people listening to us enjoy the fact that we can't get anybody's name right, even if, if it's as simple as John Lovitz. John Lovitz, <laughs> he's the radio. I did not know that until the, and he radio was my favorite character when I was a kid because he's the most. He's campy and like you hear. What I didn't know yeah. who's in this is Phil Hartman. Yes, the AC, the AC, yeah, a, uh, air conditioning, doing his best Jack Nicholson impression, which is kind of weird, but Dang. super awesome that Dang. Phil Hartman and John Lovitz are both in this 1987 classic. You think you're all smarter than me, <laughs> huh? You really think you got it together, do ya? <laughs> so again, we're talking about the Brave Little Toaster, 1987. We were both uh, smart enough to catch this movie. Either on TV when TV was playing it, or I remember having this on VHS and break. I got the, the bubble, the bubble case. There you go. VHS. White, white cases. Yep. Yeah, I don't know where it is now, but that's what probably I worth some money because those the that Disney collection of white cases go for a pretty penny online. How did I get this movie? You think about that. Directed by Jerry Reese, written by Thomas M. Dishk. Uh, we'll go through the voice casting. If you didn't already hear, we have John Lovitz playing the radio, Timothy Stack playing Lampy, and also Zeke. Timothy E. Day playing Blanky and young Rob, the master. Interesting that they keep calling him the master, too. That's someone that, like, that didn't age like well. Rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. The master! He's there! Um, Thurl Ravencroft playing Kirby. Deanna Olivieri playing Toaster, which is one of the fun trends of, I guess, that time, having women play young, I guess, male characters. Because if you think of anything, Nancy Cartwright played Art. on The Simpsons, right? Uh, Phil Harmon playing the Conditioner, Joe Raniff playing uh, Elmo St. Peter's and the Evil Clown, Judy Toll playing Mismatch and Two-Faced Sewing Machine, Rain Kratz playing Rob, a.k.a. The Master, still weird, Colette Savage playing, I think, our personal favorite, Chris, (laughs) Millie Sterling, Mindy Sterling playing The Mother and the other voice of the Two-Faced Sewing Machine, Jim Jackman playing Plugsley, and Randall William Cook playing the Entertainment uh, Center. 
Shoutouts to Randy Bennett playing computer and Jonathan Benair playing the black and white TV, which I have some questions about. But oh yeah, the TV just pops out. Of, yeah, because right. he, he he they really needed him to advance the plot. They really needed. <laughs> yeah. So this is based on the book by Thomas M. Disk. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know it was based I had no on. No idea. Book. Nope. I didn't know I that thought- either. All three of them, because it's a trilogy, they're all books. I did not know that. But apparently the books um, don't have the same personality. Okay. So they're more like just actual appliances. Here they have way more personality. But that makes sense after like you launch this first movie, you get some critical acclaim. Like how do we keep the brave little toaster on the, the people's conscience, right? It's like, let's pump out a whole bunch of books. Mm-hmm. We can just give these to kids and parents and they can read them. That makes sense. The fact that it was already a storyline and whatever movie company decide like, Hey man, let's just turn these into full length features or not. Yeah. I think so. My, I, I'm pretty sure I was just given this as a gift one time and I'm, and I'm pretty sure it's from my dad because I, I thought I got it from McDonald's, but that was the princess and the goblin. Remember they had, Oh yeah. They, had, they, they were giving out yeah. certain movies with McDonald's meals. And I remember getting the princess and the goblin. And I loved that movie just randomly. I was like, I want that one. Cause it had like creatures Sweet. on it. <laughs> so we got it. And I was like, this is amazing. But this one, I'm pretty sure, was a gift, probably from my dad, because the little Richard intro. Okay, that's right up his alley. So that was, like, I'm, I'm making it up, but it was definitely a gift that I got. But he loved like that old jazz. Just the fact that you remember when McDonald's was giving us full toys and books to go with those toys. Movies, dude. Yeah, full yeah. movies. Now I don't know if they were extra or if they came with the meal. You know, I remember asking for it. I was like, I want that one, please. And then like, the fact okay. that that was on a menu. Because there was a time when you were getting solid Wild. collectible toys, if not collectible glasses, yeah. if not for a fraction of the cost, <laughs> as opposed to days like come get this sticker and pay six ninety nine yeah. for it. It's like, uh. you, you you can get a book now too. It's, it's your choice. Uh, you can get a toy that are like severely hit or miss, and most of the time mm-hmm. miss. Or you can get a book that has like it's not actually they're not bad they're good kids books. like but you remember when like batman movies were coming out you can get batman toys they were legit like the little cars the glass those mug. were the frosted mugs the gla- they were coming at the same time gangster with the riddler thing. those were those are hardcore those yes. glass mugs were anytime crazy. olympus came around they would do uh the each each coca-cola cup in one of the olympic That's ring right. colors like mcdonald's was That's spending right. dough on getting you beanie babies and they released mini beanie babies and that like caused a frenzy yeah man like their branding's on point eh twas a time Going to McDonald's. Okay, so yeah, 1987 Hyperion Pictures. And still not on Disney Plus, even though the sequels are. Because there's some, like we were saying, there was some, there's some issues with the Hyperion Pictures uh, trademarks or whatever. So you can't access it pretty much anywhere. I'm not sure what qualifies as a musical, like how many songs. But this only really has three songs. But it's listed. And they're good. Not bad, right? And it's listed as a musical. So I guess as long as you op- open, no. begin, and end. Favorite mm-hmm. song? The yeah. first one. Open with Road? The, with the, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. And then when they meet the the, the creepy one. Oh, when they make it into the, the pawn shop? The fix-it shop? Yeah. 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 I think oh, I think Open Road's the best one. Yeah, I think that's I, you're right. Yeah. I also wish that my appliances would function on their own. That must be nice. They just, like, switch on and start vacuuming the house. Like, that's... Nobody yeah, this on. is what we talked about when we first brought this up in Secret Invasion. Like, Brave Little Toaster was kind of Toy Story before Toy Story. Because they just yeah. thought about, like, what if inanimate objects were real? Apparently, yeah. they always need a power source. So, like, they're really dependent on you paying the electricity bill. But they don't. Don't they? 
they do they sometimes do they sometimes like kirby doesn't need a power source to move around but he needs a power source to wheel all those other appliances across the country which makes sense because he has wheels but like in order to make it yeah. over the grass and the shrub he's got to like mow it yeah i didn't ask questions <laughs> like i was like this 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 logic works for me because <laughs> it uh, it adds some like it adds some some stakes to the to the to the mission. You can't just split up. You got to join. You got to keep together. And as much as as grouchy as Kirby is, you have to right. stick with him, right? But Lampy need, Lampy cool. needs a power source. You yes. assume that Toaster does, but Toaster kind of doesn't. Yeah. And blanket blanket is battery powered, right? Like I don't think. He's... But is he even? Where do the batteries go? He didn't care anything about batteries. In the in the head part, that's the. I the, guess that's the part. That, it's like warm. And then radio right? never really used the battery connection. Oh, sorry, the plug connection. No, he just yeah, he just picks up signals, which you think would need you know some sort of. It doesn't matter. The, the, the logic here doesn't make. It's just sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Just roll with that. There's a lot of rolling with it. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so basically, what happens is they're 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 at this cottage. These these appliances live, quote unquote, live on this in this cottage, and the cottage goes for sale, and they haven't seen their owner. I don't want to say master; it sounds yeah. weird. Their their owner, and it, for, and he's not even the owner. He's it's the son of the parents. Yeah, because the parents have bought all these like, appliances. Like no kids going out being like, I need a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, he's the owner by yes. proxy. He's the owner that played with it, yeah. and. The best yeah. endearing story is when he used toaster, he would set the toast and then like make funny faces in the reflection of the toaster, which is kind of cute. So that's why they have that connection too. Blanky makes sense. Lampy makes sense. Radio kind of makes sense. Kind of. Kirby, Kirby doesn't. Makes no sense. I'm not a, no kid wants to play with it. Well, actually that's not true. No kid wants to vacuum. <laughs> okay. Fair. If he was just. Some play. people like to play a vacuum. And he didn't have a dog, so clearly... Um, Does he care this much about his toys? Does he have toys? So he just grew up with no toys? No. Just a toaster and a lamp. He's <laughs> like, I need my stuff. Where's my stuff? <laughs> That's not That's my not, stuff. I need it. If only we were wiener dogs. That was... <laughs> That was a good line. <laughs> that, was, that was a good line. If only we... And they're like, what? Radio has some gems in it. A couple. My favorite... One of my favorite scenes is just the initial... We got to get out of here to go find the kid. What's the best combination of things for us to wheel this group of inanimate objects out yeah, of here? that was fun. So, like, they tried a skateboard and a refrigerator. Like, idiots. <laughs> then, like, uh, there was one time where Radio puts them all on blanket. And he's like, rise, levitate. And that broke me. I was yeah, like, this is such a dumb joke, right? <laughs> it's so, like, stupid. But like, what else would you do, right? Like, it's all like, we need wheels. Yeah. We need, like, a power source. But through the ingenuity of all of them, um, Toaster gets a battery, straps it to a, a rolling chair. Then plugs in Kirby, and then they're on, right? And that's when you get the first song, "City of Light," going out in the world and taking that adventure. Yeah, and they all they all they all sing together. I like how they each join in as the song progresses. When they meet the animals, that's a highlight too. Like this, this damn mic. Like, no! They try to suck Blanky down the hole. He's trying to hold on to the picture. That I really laughed at when, uh, like the squirrels just playing in the reflection of toaster. Yeah, the frogs and the squirrels. <laughs> They're like, the toaster's just like. He's like, no, like, there's too like, much attention for me. He's like, just stay still. <laughs> so good. That one was funny. I was actually like genuinely like entertained. I was laughing. I was like, this is pretty good. When, yeah. when did this turn into a Disney movie? Right, like they're really so happy to be around. And the whole road 
that they're on, they're constantly fighting, like amongst each other. What happens um, when you get which is like all, like all your family yeah. in a minivan to go any long distance? Like I I can't stand these people, but I couldn't imagine doing this trip with anybody else. There's some there's some cool uh, symbolism here and interpretations too. I mean the 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 yellow flower that was wilting yeah. after that was kind of like a mirror image of blanket, right? So that's uh, that's kind of when toaster. Everybody's mean yeah. to blanket because blanket is very annoying. And the, and assuming the youngest and the neediest because he, like. Okay. He's little been he's little been coddled and cuddled his entire life, yeah. By his quote unquote Andy, if any Toy Story listeners yeah. out there, yeah. So he tries to cuddle up to them when they're all out in the wild, and they're all kind of like, "Get off me!" And even the toaster's like, "Get out of here, man! I'm not I'm not your owner. Just right. get lost." So then he meets a flower in the forest. The toaster does, and the flower tries to hug him. He's like, "No, no!" And he like runs off because the flower thinks it's another flower looking. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and he's kind of like that's kind of the turning point for him when he's like, "Oh." You're a little rough on this. I place. really like that shot with the flower because it's reminiscent of probably something inspired or stolen from Disney in the Beauty of the Beast with that, that magical flower because it's shot the same way, right? It gets its own uh, spotlight and it glimmers a little differently than the rest of the animation going on. You can see like yeah. they're really pouring for emotion in this moment. And when that one petal falls, you're like, ooh, like it hits. It, it hurts a little. You're like, this flower's not going to make it, right? So it's interesting that years later to see Beauty and the Beast and he sealed his fate by this magical flower that when the petals start to fall, like the curse will stay forever. Yeah, and I really liked how uh, when Toaster and Lamp were talking to each other and the Lamp can't quite understand the Toaster's like analogies of like, it's like a loaf of bread. It's like a, you know, it's fresh. And the Lamp's like, huh, what? I don't get it. It's kind of like a glow. He's like, oh, I know what a glow it's so is. Warm. That was yeah. really cool. That was really cool because that's a very deep message there. It's like, you can't really relate to somebody until there's a like a certain angle that yeah. they take. It's like, they got to oh, bridge it together. Now I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also like the reference. You can tell it's like an '80s. I thought it was a '90s movie as a kid because I well, obviously, you don't know any different, right? But it's '87. You can really tell that. But there's the there's that line in one of the songs like from LEDs to CRTs, and it was like like they were like they're such a big yeah. deal. <laughs> it's like. Man, now you can get a, like I want a CRT now, just so I can play like my old school like PlayStation Classic on it because like those flat screens aren't doing it. No, it when you play old school games, man, it's it's funky, and you can get them on eBay for like sixty. These bucks. are the type of movies that the time machine makes sense. Like that specific type of toaster is a rarity in itself. Yes, that's a very two, true. A two slicer yeah. pushed down. Nah, more times it's like either feed it in or it's a it's own ovenette. Growing up, I never grow. I didn't actually own a toaster like that until I was like in my teens, because we always had a toaster oven. What are you Amish, right? We always, always had a toaster oven, toaster oven. So you just toast and toast, and then we got this toaster. I was like, oh, you just go like this, like, and then it pop up. It's amazing. Yeah, it was fun. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so they have all these adventures. They leave the animals, and then obviously we're talking about. Uh, how Toaster is kind of mean to Blanky, and that kind of falls when night hits, and they all go to their different spots to uh, mm-hmm. go to sleep. I love that there's a little scene of Kirby like having to go behind the bushes to empty out his bag. Yeah, but it's yeah. interesting how like they all slept off on their own, and like Lampy keeps trying to find a rock to be comfortable, and like he'll just fall over. And, like I always laughed at that. Um, but the growth and the arc between Toaster and Blanky at a certain point. He just like lets Blanky start hugging up to him, and like he enjoys that camaraderie. It's kind of like a brother relationship. 
after after the flower yeah. thing, right? He realized, oh man, I'm kind of a dick. Actually, I lied. The junkyard song, the junkyard car, that song, that one got me too because they're all talking about what kind of style car. You know, yeah. in the there's the ending yeah. scene. The ending scene. They end up in a junkyard in the very end. We don't have to go through every beat. Worthless. Because yeah. they talk about like yeah, because yeah. one of them's like I was an IndyCar 500. Yes, exactly. Yes, sounds great. Sounds great. And there's the big magnets picking them up, and every time he picks up a car. It's it sings like what they were yeah. like where they came from. I was like, this is like this is a good song and like sad because all of them like had like one yeah. was talking about like he one's a hearse so it's talking about like how he delivered a dead man and one's talking about like just they're on their last legs and they get resorted into turning into a cube. Lampy's kind of the complainer and like doesn't really none of his ideas are good until his one idea works, <laughs> which is like I can recharge this battery by like putting my nose to a lightning storm and catching the big charge. Yeah. But they go into this fix it store. Because they get rescued by this dude walking in the forest and hears a radio as the <laughs> so random, just like oh here's a random like going and he just grabs the radio out of like the, the right sand mud and, just, and gets like four like goodies. It's like it's like the Paul reaching down in the machine and pulling. I think this could be a beat for beat. We could probably go beat for beat and see how much Toy Story pulled from this. Um, but then they go into the pawn shop and seemingly everything's alright until they figure out no like staying here is a death sentence. You will get harvested for parts. And it's that same dude who comes in and is like, hey, man, do you have a motor for a blender? And I love how they do it. They show the slow clamp of the owner putting the base of the blender and, like, ripping it apart. But then they cut to shadow and how it must look like, the fear for them of just, like, cutting things and pulling it apart. And and all of them freak out, like, we can't stay here. This is a death sentence. My my favorite part of that is, like, when he's done and there's, like, oil dripping. Like it's like blood drip. Well, yeah, it's like whoa! And all all the appliances are horrified. It's it's really creative. I I, I enjoy. It. And then like there's that random uh, clown dream. Run! I was like, this is like freaky. I said. Like that's how they know how to get the kids. Like, because I still have a freaky thing with clowns. Like I don't like clowns all up on my grill. Like no, you stay over there. Uh, my favorite scene of that uh, blender taking apart was when he cuts the cord and they all pull their cord in so they don't get their cords cut. Love that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, again, proving that these guys are the heroes, they eventually make a plan to scare the shop owner with his own reflection of Toaster as Lampy is shining a bright light to make it look scary. See, and that that reminded me of Land Before Time. Oh, when they did the, when they do like the bog monster thing. Deep cut. They scare off. Yeah, that's that's. that's Shout out to Littlefoot. Because that oh man, now we got to do Land Before Time. Because <laughs> that movie is like one of my. That's probably my all-time favorite. Like, really? Like, as a kid, I love. This is up here for me. This is definitely in my top five, especially rewatching. This was this was top as yes. a kid, yeah, top five for sure. And then my favorite part is they scare him. He hits his head, and then one of the machines goes jailbreak, and they all make a run for it into the street. Yeah, that's right. And like that's destroy right. the wall, peel out into the street, and all go their separate ways. But the dude that originally asked for parts is still in the store, and he looks back in. And he's like, "So do you got the part or not?" The way he's, the way they animate that is so funny. Uh, I'm just wondering if you got my blender motor or my radio, the, the radio tuner. Yeah, that's what it was. So yeah. did the dude not see like 17 appliances charging through the store where he was sitting? But he just like pops it. Like maybe he just got there. I don't know. The logic of the movie is like I said, it's sometimes there, sometimes not. We just roll with it. We just roll with also, it. Also, a movie, uh, a thing that dates this movie is they go to a phone booth to find out where that's their. Uh, original owner is living now and they pull a page out of a phone book to find out where the address is. Yeah. And so they do end up at the owner's house 
Um, they find all these brand new appliances, like cutting edge stuff. For that time. They, yes, for that time, yeah. Not cutting edge anymore. And then they kick them out into the dumpster and they end up in yes. the scrapyard. And the, the way the TV, the old right. school TV, shows like all these commercials back to back to back to back to back about the, <laughs> what do you call it? The Emporium of Goods. It was like, yeah. So if they had just been patient and waited, story over. But because Chris and Rob drive up there, they see that the place is ransacked. He fixes the air conditioner, which is very nice. And and the air conditioner who was talking all that smack about him, he's like ready to yeah. cry. Like this nice little pat on the top of like the air conditioner, as if like, good job. Like you're working again. They yeah. leave again. But uh, all these objects spend all this time searching for something that if you had the patience to wait, it would have found you. So there's that little message. But Anyway, all of our heroes and all of our people that are trying to save the heroes end up in the junkyard. Maybe some of the funniest stuff that happens in this movie happens in the junkyard. Like the, the text you sent me, the, like the, the, the random picture of him, <laughs> the kid flaps to his face. He's like, oh, yep, hey, this is me. He's like, wouldn't you be weird today? In a <laughs> random junkyard? Like, he's age six. He's like, how did this happen here? Like, yeah, it's very strange. Although his, his fiance, I guess his fiance, right? At least girlfriend. Is it girlfriend? Yeah. Fiance. It's girlfriend. girlfriend. Chris, she's gangster because she's up in there like she's like ripping grills off. Yes. She's like, oh, yeah. I really need this. And yeah, this like, is rare. Yeah. She's got like her feet up on it too and like yanking off. She yeah. gets it down. Right? Yeah. I was going to skip ahead to say the ending gets very intense. Oh, you don't want to ruin it? Yeah. Again, if you haven't seen it, it's worth checking no, out. I just, I just, we, don't, we don't have to give we, all we're the going beats 20 to minutes now. We don't have to. We don't have to go every single beat, right? We're giving broad strokes. Coke, we do love this in movie. The end, he, I do. We Oh, we. I think said I love this movie. I was like, yeah, I do too. We. Away, uh, away. Went too far. But we. <laughs> I was gonna say, would you? Because in the in the in the ending, he has to basically risk his life and limb for his appliances. Yes. He doesn't know that. No, but he's like, oh, this is my lamp. Oh, here's my vacuum cleaner. So if you saw your stuff and it was getting magnetized out, I'd be like, hey, whoever's working the machine, turn off the machine. turn it off i'm here (laughs) but it gets lifted i would i would i would climb up onto the conveyor try to stop it myself and when it gets dropped it's not hard to pull a muffler off your hand i don't think he's really as trapped as he thinks he is that's true too i think he's i think he's just pinned down there because he won't let go of his stuff so if he actually just lets go he i think he'd be all right homer are you still holding on to the soda (laughs) <laughs> so you just let go so maybe this is a movie about letting go as well <laughs> but then you, you won't get the, the ultimate kind of hero journey when Toaster does what Toaster does yeah that's right that's right he sacrifices himself in the gears like good shot too so he gets crunched <laughs> but, and then saved again but he beats the the evil magnet that's just doing his job, really. Then sure. he gets kind of vindictive. He's like, "I want you." <laughs> yeah, so and like, you. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> they got away from him. He's like, "Well, I'm like, dude, there's like you do cars, like hundreds just, of cars. What do you do? You do not like your job? So, like, nope. I want the blanket. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true." He's so he did mad. Not like, like mm, object. Wouldn't there be a person operating that? Place? As I said, I would if I was yeah. Rob. I'd be like, "Hey, man, turn off the machine. I want these. <laughs> Let go. Not. I'll pay for these." 
So who's who's driving that? The actual magnet or is the guy asleep at the wheel? Like I don't, I don't know if anyone is driving it because it goes it goes <laughs> animate. Wrong. You see it with eyes and anger, and then it goes inanimate then, when Rob shows up. Yeah, yeah. Like I, f- I feel like the junkyard is just operated by that one machine. <laughs> like, <laughs> no reason. That's what they presented as anyway. Because it's supposed to be this great emporium where you can buy a whole bunch of stuff, but it's really just junked cars and these four objects that are specific and a picture of myself that I'm like, whoa. Well the TV made that up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But like my first clue of like something's not right is when I see a mouse eating picture of myself. Right, right. And just cars. Just cars. Just just rows and rows of cars. So if Chris wasn't like eyeing that girl, they wouldn't be there any longer. She drives a nice car, by the way. Yeah, she does. She's dope. She's the MVP, yeah. not the appliances. Chris, that's her name, yeah. right, Chris? Yeah, she's great. Any uh, MVP appliances? Oh yeah, radio. Oh. Radio's hilarious. Toaster had a full arc. I was gonna, I was gonna say toaster, but that sounds so obvious. So I just kind of left it alone. But Listen, radio was hilarious. For the majority of the movie, I was like, "Why they call this brave little toaster?" You see why? And you find brave little toaster. Yeah, I couldn't stand the blanket. I understand it, but God, he whines. Not so even much. after he TP'd up and gave everybody a place to chill. No, no. I didn't like him. Where is he stuffing these pictures in his folds that he can just... That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he has a picture that disappears. What? How'd you it's do that? It's the master. master. Like Cut the cord. And then what do you think the shelf life is on these appliances now that uh, Rob's in uh, college? I mean, the blanket's forever. I mean, it's not going to stay a warm blanket, but you could still... A blanket's a blanket. The rest of it... At what point does it turn into a rag? Because there's a shelf life yeah. when you're like, yeah, I would, I would cut that up. You just, I guess, the, I guess the lamp would last forever too. Yeah, you just got to change his bulbs, right? If it's a good vac, everything. If else, it's a good vac, everything else. If you don't have to yeah, replace it, no, I, I've lived in my place for ten years and I've, I've gone through two already. It was like one of those water ones. It was a hydro one. You actually put water in it. It sucked. It was, it was pretty cool, but it just like just fell apart. So now I got a dirt devil. It's actually right beside me, which is interesting enough. Worthless. <laughs> We rank these at a bottle caps one, two, six. One being, well, I guess zero. Worthless. Zero being the worst. Six being the best. Gain a cap for um, interracial love because that's in this. Interracial love uh, is present in this, yes. We think, unless she's got a real good tan. I'm giving this a solid four, to be honest with you. I still enjoy this. This is up there. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna do four too. I, I still love this. It's still good for as an adult too. I like it's the, like too. the interaction between all the appliances. It's a. It's an original mm-hmm. premise, but Toy Story came from somewhere. And also, uh, I like that you can go back as an adult and watch like your, right. the things you loved as a kid, and you learn new things from it. Like the the as a, as a child watching this, the conversation between Lampy and it's great. Yeah, there's some really really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, brave little toaster. We're not gonna ever do the sequels, I don't think. <laughs> Unless you ask us for it, if you really want us to do, we'll probably do it in one episode. No, this Does this mean we have to do Toy Story now? If we're just doing inanimate things come to life? I watched all four Toy mm-hmm. Story movies. I only watched one. I watched one a lot when I was younger. And then I saw two once. And I didn't see three or four. So like a couple of years ago, my daughter went. We watched. Yeah. Sorry, we watched one and two on one weekend and then nice. three and four the next weekend. Yeah. And like three wraps it up nicely. Like, but no it's just fun. Like talking. it's really fun for like, like. How did they do that again? They wrapped it up again. I was like, what? It's kind of open road. Like you yeah. decide, like I'm just gonna take that chance yeah. and go to the, the wild, wild blue yonder. Uh, you can cut all this Toy Story talk out if you want. But uh, ask you, would you also <laughs> want to watch Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. So be- yeah. So Beauty and the Beast is actually one of my one of the most watched 
Top 10? Disney movies as a kid. Easily? Well, no, I just you know. most watched. Yeah, out of Disney movies? Yeah. There's like Aladdin, Lion King, Jungle Hercules, Book. Hercules, yeah, Mulan. Easy. Jungle Book, Fox and Hounds. Or Mulan, because they, they came a little louder. Jungle Book was my number one. but um, Hercules was in that 90s Mulan, region, and I, re- I rewatched yeah, that little, earlier, and I liked that. Yeah, it's like, 90, it's like 96 or something like that. I liked it too. It came and then like late. Mulan, I was, and I was like, I love that. Like they had Mushu. Come on, you can't go wrong with Eddie Murphy. But I missed. Yeah, but fair. I'm saying they missed me. Those ones. Everything after the line. But you know, Jungle Book was before our time. Like, Peter Pan was before our time. Like, yeah, I didn't like Peter Pan. Little much, Mermaids but, but Jungle Online. Book, I loved, love because I love, think love, that was like love, my first movie in the theaters. Yeah, love, love, love. Yeah, I remember that the the opening scene of like the ship and the shore, and it was crashing and everything, and then be like jumping out my seat, like, what is this? Like my eyes was going wide to be like. Cartoons? Beauty of the Beast yep. was big because it had that horror element to it that I really liked. And plus, like, Belle was, like, my first Disney crush. Disney does musicals. Like, the entire movie is embedded with song and, like, spectacle. And it, 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 like, crescendos like crazy. Like, the fight with Gaston and Beast on the road. To like, a certain point, it was the first insane. animated movie nominated for oh. Best Picture Oscar, right? Like, yeah, like, they, they put they put work in for Beauty of the Beast. I didn't know that. Right? Yeah, Beauty the, yeah, I really, really like that. That's probably, yeah, it's probably tough. Different genre than what we're used to, but as comic book fans, it's essentially throwing the pages on the big screen and watching them come to life. So, yeah. anything more you want to say about Brave Little Toaster? Nah, it's dope. I can't take this kind of pressure. I must confess one more dusty road. Hey, Dank. No. Hey, 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 Coke. Stop. You're Dank. Don't talk to yourself. No, it's not an heart attack. Arcanine. No, it's not an Arcanine. Two drink minimums. The Brave Little Toaster. 